right, it's time for Let's Go with Tom Brady. I'm Jim Gray. Tommy, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing good, Jim. Good talking to you. Hope all is well. Hope you had a great Halloween. And wondering if you stuffed yourself with a bunch of Halloween treats or were there tricks this year? No, but I stopped by your house, and, and I guess you didn't make it home in time, but I, I kind of like the sign. You had your seven Super Bowl rings out there, but the sign said, please just take one. So I helped myself. Appreciate that. <laughs> I like it. Glad you found the right house. There's a few in the neighborhood, so that would make it uh, readily identifiable. So I'm, I'm glad you made it there safe and sound. Uh, it, it, it looked like you played in a haunted house yesterday, Tom. Uh, when you were in the Superdome. Didn't go too well. Well, I think anytime you lose, you know what's pretty amazing is I've played this game for 22 years professionally and plus, I don't know, nine others, high school and college, and the losses always feel the exact same. They suck. I mean, God, I got an hour of sleep, um, and the way we lost was tough. You know, we had our had a great opportunity there in the fourth quarter, and, you know, the Saints have been – really a great team in our division for a bunch of years. They're really well coached, got a lot of good players and they beat us in a regular season last year. And, you know, we had a great opportunity to go to their stadium and win. And we put ourselves in a position at the end for a two minute drive to kick a field goal. And, uh, you know, I just made a bad decision trying to throw a ball to a place where I couldn't fit it in. And, um, unfortunately it hit the wrong color Jersey and, and that was that. So, um, you know, it's part of playing is, you know, losing and you got to deal with losing and dealing with losses is, you know, in the same way you deal with winning, you know, you got to just learn from it and try to be better moving forward. It definitely has its challenges. And, uh, you know, we have a very tough, resilient team. We were down uh, three scores yesterday at one point and found a way back. So tough loss, tough night's sleep. Monday is always a tough day after a loss. It sucks, but, you know, we got to deal with it like uh, like grownups do. And, you know, we have a bye week coming up, which will be really nice for us to get our bodies refreshed a little bit and get back to football here shortly. It'll come really quick. You know, you win an awful lot more than you lose, but it's interesting to hear you say how, how you handle the losses. How come it isn't easier after all of these years knowing that there is next week and, and that the season isn't ending? It's It's a setback. Why do the losses still hit you in this fashion, do you think? No, because I think you expect to win every time you take the field, and the expectation is to win. So anything less than that is unsatisfactory, and it's a hard part about sports, you know. And we said, you know, last week on the program, you know, dealing with failure is a very challenging thing as a professional athlete. You you know, dealing with failure and it's a tough thing, you know, cause we're exposed and it's split second decision makings. And then they define, you know, you and your ability to perform based on a, a decision that's made in a fraction of a second. So you now that's part of just being in athletics is, you know, you're judged in real time and we're not actors. We don't get, Hey, oh, let's take two on that. And, you know, let's get another take and see if we can make this one better, you know, in sports, you get one shot and you get one shot to do it right. And that's what we train for. And that's how it should be. It shouldn't be any way, any other way other than that, because you don't get do overs and you know, you don't get do over throws. That's what practice is for. You put a lot of urgency into practice. You 
talk, you communicate, and it comes down to three hours during a game. And it's more like Saturday Saturday Night Live, uh, which I've done, which was really an amazing experience because you just you can't mess up, and when you mess up, you know it costs your team the game. So, um, it's tough to lose. I've lost plenty in my life, um, but at the same time, you know it motivates you, and you just got to find the mental toughness to overcome it. And you show a lot of resiliency when things don't go the way you want. Um, the easiest thing to do and the wrong way to handle a loss is to point the finger. You know, I think the best thing to do, but often the hardest thing to do is to point the finger at yourself. And, um, you know, that's what makes great teams. And that's what makes great competitors. When you recognize that you're, you're the solution and you've got to fix yourself You've got to make the plays that are there for you to make and then let everything else sort itself out. Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, our program, Let's Go, is brought to you by Mastro's Steakhouse. A trip to Mastro's is a culinary adventure. Experience the good life with handcrafted cocktails, exceptional steaks, and the freshest seafood. Visit Mastro's.com for locations and reservations. So you got the ball in your hand. There's a minute 40 left. We've seen you so many times pull the rabbit out of the hat. And in this instance, you didn't, but you had that opportunity right there. And that's what you relish, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And that's part of, you know, that's, that's why we love football to have the ball in your hands at that time. And, um, you know, your, your vision is to always bring the team down the field and put yourself in a position to score, whether it's kick a field goal, score a touchdown. You know, I always look at the Michael Jordan line, that was on a commercial at one point and he said something like, you know, I've missed, you know, 9,000 shots and, and, you know, he's lost, I don't know, hundreds of games. And there were a lot of times where, you know, his team trusted him to take the game winning shot and the ball didn't go in. And I think sometimes when the ball doesn't go in, you realize what it takes in order to get it to go in the next time. And that's why you succeed in life. That's why you succeed in sports. And I have no doubt that if I'm in that position again, I'm going to perform a lot better than I did yesterday. So everybody will examine all of the things that went wrong. What do you take out of it that's positive as you move forward into your bye week as you get ready for the second half of the season? It's a great question, Jim. You know, oftentimes when you win games, people will think you didn't do anything wrong. And when you lose games, you know, people will say, well, there's probably not a lot of things you did right. And I think it's important to evaluate both. You know, even when you win, there's things that you need to improve. And when you lose, it's not all bad either. You know, everyone's always wants the outcome, which is the winning. You know, and I would say that's that's absolutely what we're here to do is we're here to win. And it's a it's a results business. This is about winning and losing. It's not about, oh, we gave it our best shot. I love the way we fought yesterday. We went on the road. It was a tough environment. Um, you know, we battled back, you know, in the end. You know, again, the interception really hurts at the end. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to be better for our team going forward. So, yeah, there's a lot to be gained. There's a lot of mental toughness to be gained, a lot of resiliency. And a lot of great effort by a lot of people. Chris Godwin played amazing. Mike Evans played amazing. Um, Leonard Fournette, the offensive line. You know, it's it's been fun to see 
the way that our team has grown over the last, you know, really 365 days. And, um, you know, losses are tough. They're difficult to overcome. You know, if you let one become two and we're going to make sure we do everything we can to keep this loss from affecting our next game. So how do you juggle the fine line between perhaps knowing that you beat yourselves with all the penalties and turnovers, yet not wanting to overstep the line and give credit to the Saints because they won the game? Yeah, I, I mean, I give them a lot of credit, and I think you should always do that. You know, that's what you do as, a, as an opponent. You give the other guy credit for doing what he should do, and, you know, even if you make a mistake, they still got to take advantage of a mistake. And that's, uh, you know, that's called being a sore loser of poor sport if, you know, you just – you know, say, oh, we only lost because we screwed up. You know, the other team, give them credit for doing what they do. And that organization has been very successful for a long period of time. And other great organizations do the right thing over a period of time. That's what good organizations are. They do the right things consistently well. And when you do that, you put yourself in the best position to succeed. Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, our program is Let's Go. We're brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com, now online in Michigan and New Jersey. Play your favorite slots online or table games like blackjack, roulette, and so much more with over 700 games to choose from only at goldennuggetcasino.com. Tom, a lot of penalties yesterday, 11 for 99 yards by the Buccaneers, uh, six of them uh, resulting in first downs that sustained drives uh, for the Saints. Um, You had a conversation, ironically, after you had a touchdown pass to Mike Evans, uh, you ran up to the referee. I was wondering, perhaps, uh, were you asking him if he was dressed up uh, for Halloween as an NFL referee? Um, there was a lot going on out there yesterday. <laughs> Keep shot over there. They usually reserve those for the football field. But that was, that was a uh, a good one. There was a lot of tight calls. And um, I was still complaining about all of them. I'm always complaining to the referees. They probably just, when they see that they get selected for my game, they're probably just, they lose sleep because they realize I'm a pain in pain in the ass so it's a uh that's just kind of the way it goes is it ever successful or do they just ignore you no most of the time they basically ignore me because everyone's you know yelling for calls and you know the other teams yelling for calls we're yelling for calls there's holding on every play in the nfl i mean it's just whether that they're going to call it or not so you know sometimes you get them sometimes you don't they basically even out over the course of the season and you know whenever you lose it's it's so again i said earlier it's just you got to point the finger at yourself and it's not, you know, the referees, it, it's not, you know, it's, it's about our performance. It's about, you know, what we got to do, what we need to do to improve. And I think that's the best way to handle any loss. Tom, we often talk about sustainability in the national football league and what it takes to succeed. I, I was so impressed that Grayson yesterday, your wide receiver caught a touchdown ball. He was a track star at LSU. It was just the second catch in his career He's been on seven different teams on the practice squad um, since 2017. Now, we've seen a lot of track stars going all the way back to Bob Hayes, and I'm dating myself with the old Dallas Cowboys. They kind of invented this, and then Al Davis took it to another level with all the speedsters that he had uh, throwing the ball downfield. But can you just talk about what that meant to him and, and what you see in so many guys that are like Grayson and then it comes to fruition? Yeah, and not only that, he was a seven-time All-American at LSU. So we had joked a lot of times in practice, the only buddy that can cover him is an eight-time All-American. I don't know how many of those are out there. So anytime you're a seven-time All-American, you better be doing something right. And you know, I was really happy to see him get the opportunity, and he got behind the defense and 
tracked the ball. It ended up being a big play in the game for us. And just, you know, you love seeing those guys succeed. And, you know, he's done it the hard way. You know, he's been on different teams, had to learn different offenses. And in the end, he just has done an amazing job for us coming here, filling in for roles when guys were out. Scotty Miller's been out. Antonio was out, you know, but Cyril gets a shot and he takes advantage of it. So, you know, that's what pro football is all about. You know, the other thing we're seeing this year and your two losses have come in buildings that were really loud, the Superdome and and in Los Angeles at the new stadium. Is that an adjustment once again? I mean, you've played with it for 21 of your 22 years, but all the noise in the stadium, is that creating some of the issues for teams? Well, I mean, winning on the road is very difficult because, you know, for a number of reasons, I mean, communication and crowd noise is, is obviously one of them. It's much more difficult to communicate, uh, when you're an opposing offense and it's something you got to get used to. We kind of, I would say got spoiled in one way of not having, you know, to do that last year. And then you realize this year, I don't know how many plays it affects in a game, but even if it's four or five and you run 50 or 60 plays, that's 10% of the plays where communication is not the way that it needs to be. And if you're thinking that one or two plays separates winning from losing, then you know, yeah, it definitely has an effect. And part of being a good football team is going on the road and winning and beating good football teams on the road. And you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to play your best football win. And that's why nonverbal communication is so important. You talk all week in practice and you work on crowd noise and you, you have loudspeakers and you try to get used to this element of nonverbal communication so that everyone can be on the same page, even if you can't verbally communicate with your teammates. So, you know, it's definitely, that's why they call it home field advantage. Um, and it's something that, you know, we're going to continue to work at. And we got five more games on the road, and we're going to have to keep getting better at it as we go. Trading deadline in the National Football League is here. Von Miller has been traded from the Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams. We'll talk about that with Tom Brady. Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. Stay with us here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by Ring. Protect your house like the best with the award-winning Ring Alarm security system. Score a special offer on Ring Alarm today. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. Von Miller, one of the greats in Denver Bronco history, traded at the trading deadline. He now goes over to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, who have certainly uh, added to a stellar defense now with Aaron Donald and, and Jalen Ramsey. This is what he had to say when learning about the trade and leaving the Bronco headquarters. I've always been a team guy. I've always been a great teammate, and I'm, I'm going to continue to do the same thing. 
and you, you hope to be able to play right away. You know you yeah, were close last yeah, week. I, I was close last week. You know, I hope to be able to you know, play this week uh, versus the Titans on, on Sunday night. So. Will you always have Super Bowl 50? Will that be I always with? have Super Bowl 50. Um, you know, seeing the pictures when I was walking out, it just, you know, it just made me tear up, you know. But we always got, we always got Super Bowl 50. Uh, I always got Broncos country. And, um, yeah. Tom, you know the emotion of leaving a place where you've had a love and you've had a tremendous amount of success. So you can certainly relate to what Vaughn's going through. Uh, how hard is it to handle that? Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you know, you get move on from a place that you had uh, a lot of success with and you had a lot of years at one place, it was your home where you were drafted. You know, there's a lot of emotions that hit you at different times. And I had that not on one occasion, but many occasions. And there's a lot of them you don't know what they're going to be like until you actually experience it and go through it. So it's a uh, very challenging to deal with it emotionally. But at the same time, when you get to the new environment, kind of your routine kicks in a little bit and you know you know that you're there to do a job and you got to do the best for the team that you're now on I know Vaughn will do that he's an unbelievable professional I've shared the field with him a lot of times and uh he's an incredible player and uh, the Rams are getting you know one of the all-time greats and that makes the Rams pretty formidable going forward doesn't it Tom much more than maybe they already were and they've got you know just one loss yeah, they're a great football team, and they've been playing great all season. And I think, you know, it's easy to say, well, now because of this, this is going to mean this going forward. I think that not to lose perspective, and, and this isn't to downplay, you know, the addition of any great players, but you play 17 regular season games, and you tally them up at the end, and you see where everyone's at. So there's a lot of things that are going to take place between now and the end of the season. And um, I know from my standpoint, focusing on what we need to do as a team in our bye week is very important to our success. You know, other teams are adding players, some players are leaving and um, that's just life in the NFL. And um, you know, when those meaningful games come in January, you'll see how those seeds shake out. That's what they'll be. But there's a lot of football between now and then. Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady right here on let's go, you know, any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, NMLS, number 3038. Licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage. Tom, as you get away from football, got a big fight coming up between Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. Um, in all of sports, if you could fight one guy and knock him out, who would it be and why? Oh, God. There's a reason boxing wasn't my sport. You know, my dad was a hell of a boxer. And Marion Old Seminary in Chicago, he loved boxing. And he taught me about boxing when I was young. So I've always been a fan. And the physical element of boxing I love, the discipline it takes. Um, you know, the, the sport wasn't for me. I love watching other people knock other people out because that's a sport. But, you know, so it's, it's pretty tough to choose someone. But I think if I was to choose some one person, I think, it would really be Brutus Buckeye, uh, <laughs> the Ohio State mascot. He knows what he did. <laughs> what was the last time you were in a fight, and who was it against? God, last night. I threw some punches at my locker after the Saints lost, and I lost that. The judges gave the W to the locker. 
on points, if you could believe that. <laughs> All right, final thought on boxing here before I get your, your pick on Canelo. Um, why do guys, when they get into a fight on the football field, uh, why are they always hitting the other guy with their bare hands against a hard helmet? <laughs> uh, hockey. We learned that from watching <laughs> hockey. My boy Ty Domi was one of the all-time greats. And uh, punching his head was like punching a steel post. So, so those hockey players got us into it. All right, who are you picking in a fight? Plant against Canelo. Well, I think Canelo is pretty tough to beat, so go with the favorite. Tom, enjoy your bye week, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. I look forward to the time with the family, a little time to rest, and a little time to self-scout. It'll be a good week, and I look forward to speaking to you guys next Monday like to remind you all that this week's episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady is available wherever you stream your podcasts. You can subscribe today. Please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions to letsgo at SiriusXM.com. Larry Fitzgerald's up next. He's got a lot to say right here on Let's Go on SiriusXM. Serious XM Podcasts.